Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Hi. <laughs> we have our first guest today on the Thought Provoking Podcast. Yes. And we're talking about time. And we're talking about time. And who are we with today? Srinivas. And Lara. Hi, Srinivas and Lara. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And so what we're going to talk about is time. Time. Time is a very sensitive topic for me. Mm. I feel that when people don't respect my time, they don't respect me. So if you set up a meeting with me, you better show up on time. And time being clock time, not India time. (laughs) What do you think about time? Um, I think time, like you said, is really important to people. But I also think there's different kind of cultural perceptions of how important time is. Um, Probably you feel the way about time because of where you grew up or where you've lived what you've been exposed to, whereas like where I'm from, not quite, people aren't so strict with it. Yeah. They're much more flexible with time. And it's, even out here in India, it's much more flexible with time. I mean, <laughs> five minutes can be anywhere from five minutes to, you know, to 50 minutes. To two days. <laughs> two days. I think I'm more sensitive to time because, you know, if I take the time to, you know, come meet somebody, that means I'm not doing something else. Mm-hmm. And if somebody doesn't show up or shows up half an hour later, that's time that I could have used for something else. So for me, it's just disrespectful. Mm-hmm. It's not so much about, you know, you have to be on time, you have to keep the schedule. If you call me two hours, you know, earlier and say, no, I can't come, then I'll devote my time to doing something else. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be very happy about it, but, you know, I can at least go do something with my time. Yeah. So it's more of the feeling of waste and disrespect. Yeah, I agree. I feel the same way. I just think sometimes people, because of how they grow up or what they're exposed to, they don't realize that actually, like you said, you could be doing something else. And of course, when you break it down, time really doesn't exist at all. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I I think it it was Eckhart Tolle that says something about how it is... um, I can't remember exactly what he said, but that it's it's a it's a it's a signpost, you know, just um, to be used for mm, I can't find I can't find the uh, I can't find the information right now. But basically, the fact that it is it, it is it is a tool for us to be able to come together, to be able to communicate, uh, to be able to do business, I guess. And um, in many parts of the world, it's it's very much uh, unimportant. <laughs> you know, actually, it's interesting that you said tool because I was thinking just that. Yeah. I thought that um, they needed to they needed to know how things are moving forward, and they needed to see what went backward and how back was it, and how forward is it, and yeah. how can I divide today? So I think time has. I mean. People can get really serious or sensitive about time. Time can become a part of a culture. Like, for example, if you look at Japan, it's like part of it's like oh. an absolute part of their culture. Seconds. You it's cannot second. you cannot defy that principle of time yeah. out there. But if you really look at it, every culture is just trying to use time to be able to 
make the most of their interaction with other people you know mm-hmm. what i'm realizing lately is that um there there is a new person in my life who is and i am an indian and she's not and uh, what i'm noticing is that culturally we treat time very differently mm. but just by trying to but what i do understand is that the culture at least at least the culture the the european culture for that matter they're trying to make sure that you do the most with your time and that means that you uh, you spend as much time loving as much time painting as much time drawing it's not about some dogma that you follow because it's just some mindless discipline it's yeah, actually it's just utilizing your time life, in the bay exactly make, in the best way in the best way you know you can really really uh, i mean if you got, like for example the two of you uh, if you really manage time well it's just for you that you will have 3 hours of loving time in the evening for yourself you know mm-hmm. so yeah that yeah. helps you helps to spend more time that time just helps you live life like you know you know more together productive. yeah you know yeah. you know it it just it just helps you come together yeah i mean how do you how do you synchronize things otherwise it helps people come together like exactly like electrons and you know in the yeah. in, in part and particles which come together at the right time to create light it's just like that mm-hmm. you have to be there at the same moment i like that description electron particles coming together to create light but they have yeah. to be there at the exact same time i like Yeah, yeah, the funny thing is, is though is that it's so necessary now because we've we've truly lost our intuition. Cuz when our intuition says that we need to meet somebody, we are like if we go really deep with it, we're drawn to that person and we will end up meeting that person, you know? And obviously that's just like a far-fetched idea. It's not a far-fetched idea in our life. It's this is how we used, exactly. This is how we met. We actually months. spent probably the first 6 months of our connectedness um never scheduling or planning anything, anything. and we were just and brought together uh, at different times and I don't think we ever said let's meet at this time. You know? And it's it, it, it's as as a civilization as we get further away from our intuitive um forces that guide us through our lives like we saw that sign today <laughs> it was a uh, let your heart guide what was it uh li- let follow your heart live your life to the fullest that was that, there was two different signs yeah. anyways um yeah i i just then we need time more because we have to set certain boundaries or, or we have to set certain parameters and we have to you know we have to um we have to follow rules and guideposts very strategically um so that we can fill our minds <laughs> well i mean if you if you i mean your point about instinct might be correct but you human you mean for 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 thousands of years they've been trying to track the direct, the the this, the movement of the sun and the moon and exactly. the stars you know exactly. just to just to be able to make more sense exactly divide life into packets of understandable pieces so I but why does it need to be understood well that's human well, nature no it's, it's not only that it's just that i mean if you look at the uh, the implementation of all those things even the pyramids for that matter yeah. it was just to make sure you plant the seeds at the right time the water rises at the right time you mm-hmm. can understand when the weather changes mm-hmm. it just just to think they're using it to synchronize themselves with the universe they they're using it as language of the universe to see if 
can time help me fit in with the universe? Can I be more synchronized with the universe with that? Yeah. Exactly. I get exactly what you're saying. But then again, I will pull it back to our connectedness to the whole, to our intuition, to our deep, deep understanding of, of nature, of the forces of the universe, the sun, the stars, the moon, and everything like that. When you're so deeply connected, you know exactly when to plant the seed, you know? And but yeah, I hear what you're saying. I mean, we have to hand stuff down. We have to train others. We have to... And there's a lot of distraction, distraction in today's world. Oh, God. All the time. I'm telling you, in today's world, it's, it, it, it's absolutely <laughs> not possible to function without it. And you know, in, I, unless you want to go live in a village or in a... Which is always a good option. Which but is I always just, a good I option. Share, I want to share um, <laughs> something from David Knight. Time does not move. Time does not wait. You have wait. to speak towards the... Um, towards you can pull your computer. Yes. So I want to share something from David Knight. Time does not move. Time does not wait. Time is not a prison, but an infinite doorway to an opening moment of awareness. It sort of fits well with what we were just talking about. Yeah, yeah. And this is why I feel time can be stretched. Like one minute can feel so long, and yet hours can go by just like that. Yeah. Um, because time is really not linear. It's not, you know, it's this moment and that moment and the next moment. Time is just an infinite collection of moments all happening simultaneously. I mean, this is what physicists are talking about these days, you know. Um, time really just being a dimension, another dimension. Huh. You know, it's really funny that time is subjective, actually. It's really <laughs> funny. And it, it, it makes complete sense because when you get too deeply involved or too close to time with a as opposed to using it as just a tool, yeah. Then you can then you can really misunderstand, and you can really, really create a lot of misery for Absolutely. yourself as like well. Like in the morning, you were mentioning that ten thousand years is like a pinprick in yeah. the whole scheme of things, right? Yeah. And who's to say the whole scheme of things is not one second in somebody else's frame of reference? It's you know? exactly. And you know, if you look at um, like I'm I'm rereading Narnia right now, which I love, the Chronicles of Narnia, and. Um, you know, when they when the kids go to Narnia, the time that they spend there, even though it seems like years and years, when they go back to the closet, they've been gone for about an hour in this time. So time is subjective, not only yeah. And I'm reading months. the end of Mr. Y oh, yeah. and then you like a book about somebody they go to a troposphere and then time is one point six seconds per second, you know? So when they go they it's like and just think. Go, go read that book, by the way. The end of Mr. Y. Yeah, it's, it's quite um, fascinating. I'm pretty pretty much hooked on it. The end of Mr. Y. I guess it's a good one about time. It's a good one about anything. Yeah, it's it's just one. a mind-blowing book. Mind-blasting. Mind-blasting. <laughs> wow. So let's go into some more comments. Or anybody have anything yep. to say? I, I particularly liked um, Uriah's comment. I have a wonderful explanation about how time doesn't exist, but I'm too busy to write it down now, so I'll come back two years ago when I had lots of free time and explain it in detail. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That is wonderful. 
Uh, I'm looking forward two years ago to meet you. So, what else have we got? We got um, got Sarah Lee saying, "Time? What is time? There is no time. Only spirals." Okay. Okay. Spirals. Interesting look. Interesting <laughs> look. And then we have Felicitas telling us that uh, there exists no time. Uh, is just construct of human to fix things on a line <laughs> for orientation reasons. That's an interesting. That's, that's exactly an interesting, what we just yeah, talked that's about. That's what we were just talking about. Exactly. We we have to fit it in something. Um, and then somebody here, um, dude Adam, recommends that we'll watch Doctor Ho. Anybody can tell us what Dr. Ho is? That will be a good thing. Um, I've never heard of Dr. Ho. I know the Dr. Ho. I've heard who. Who? who? Oh, is it Dr. Who? Is Sorry. it, is it, it is. WHO? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, it's who. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, Dr. Who. Dr. Who. Dr. who. You, you've seen it? I but I, I think I should check it out once he's mentioned it. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've heard of it too. Um, and I'll, on that note, add um, Quantum Leap, the old, old series from what, the mid 90s, I think? Quantum Leap? Yeah. That's, that's about time travel. Then, let's talk about time travel. Do you think time travel is possible? I mean, if, if time is not linear, if time is really a collection of movement, what stops us from being two days ago right now? Well, let's look at the funny thing here. Uh, one, one of my friends is right now in the West Coast, so they are, uh, and they are exactly one day behind. <laughs> exactly, so right, exactly at this moment. <laughs> They're one day behind us, so well, yeah, they're traveling in time. But still in the same moment. Exactly, exactly, right? So I, if, I send, uh, if I send my friend an email right now, she will receive the email at that very instant, but she's one day behind. So she's traveled in time. So, Your email traveled in time. She stayed at well, her time. Yeah, fair enough. But she took a time. flight, right? So when she took a flight from Bombay no, to No, no, but I'm saying, you haven't traveled in time. Absolutely. Your email traveled in time. Fair so what stops us from being able to, you know, wake up in the morning and say, you know what, I don't want to be right now, I want to be two days from now, or two days ago. Hmm. But, but if time is not a physical thing, but we could, that could work if you don't have the same concept of time as other people. But if we're all working in the same concept of time, then, our, then we have physical limitations that prevent us from doing that. Yeah, it's like getting everybody to speak one language. You know, it's like finding English across the whole world. You know, a lot of people have limitations with it. Other people, you know, but there's always going to be limitations, and then there's always it's going to be a way to connect. You know, so we're, like they, like she mentioned very early in the beginning, is that each culture is sort of using time as a reference in a different way. And I think that's why, <laughs> it's another reason why cultures have difficult times being in other cultures, hmm. is based on the time reference. You know, I know how frustrating it is for people from the, you know, an American culture, a British culture. Um, that's not a commercial break, stay with us. <laughs> to come over here to an Indian culture which is very loose in the time reference, things can, you set a meeting and it can sort of fluctuate between certain parameters of time. 
and how frustrating that can be. I know it was frustrating for me for a long time. Still frustrating to me. I still have not gotten over this. Um, I'm still having difficulties. Uh, but again, it's... But then it's, finding that, like, it's always the the perfect time. It's like in the song Wonderful Invention, you know, the new album. It's like people running late, but arriving, but arriving right on time. And it makes you wonder, you know? It's like... It's like so, so many times. I think the majority of time when I think, oh, I was later, this person was later, I'm complaining about all of these different issues, it's like something else will happen in that space that was meant to happen during that time. Well, sometimes it does, but I find a lot of the times that, you know, if I'm in the city and a meeting is canceled, and I have a meeting in two hours, and I have two hours to do, to meet the person that can actually really take you to the place that you want to take you because that meeting was canceled. This is the whole concept that keeps coming to me as I'm living out here is that my meeting will get canceled, but then I'll be sitting in a coffee shop and I'll meet somebody that is actually even more suited to be a part of, of my life, you know, and that person actually wasn't meant to be a part. So it's like the canceling of the meeting at the first straw, I'll be like, oh, can you waste my time, you know? But then I'll be like, wow, something magical actually happened because of that, so. Well, what about, what about the exact opposite effect of time? You think by creating a system of time, we have actually put a deadline on our life. We know exactly, we have divided it and we've said, 70 years. Oh, I, I, I would have to just completely, completely say yes. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, well, like people, are, like and time has made us, make, time has made our life limited in our head. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and it's very important to just let go of time, you know, as a, as a, beside more, more than a tool. You just have to let go of it. It cannot be a guiding concept. It's not reality. It's not the truth. It's not the language of the universe, in this sense at least. Yeah, exactly. Because you can make 100 years happen in the next 10 years of your life. Well, and look at, look at how much over the course of the last, what, 50 to 70, I mean, it was only about 70, 80, maybe 90 years ago that people were only living 30, 40 years yeah. of their lives. Yeah. And now people are living well into their hundreds. You know, so it's, it's obvious that... But... but living well into the 100 because of a lot of the time medical intervention which is not necessarily a good thing because people are living to the hundreds but financially they're not set to do it uh socially they're not set to do it so but that's a whole other discussion. i know a guy who's 103 years old that's been living off three tomatoes and an orange his whole life you know like so. yeah that's one but most people especially in western society but not only they're being dumped because they're not useful anymore. So is having more time really a good thing for them? Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. But, I mean, that, that's kind of besides the point of what we were talking about. You know, what he's talking about is that it, the mental construct of it actually makes us from a very young age limit our um, expression of life because yeah. we're always bound to the end, which is limited by time, so to speak. Yeah. You know, imagine if you could I, live your whole entire life and some people were living, you know, 25,000 years, but then you'd still be bound. Even if it was 25,000 years. But I think what's years. bounding us is not the concept of time. 
it's society's uh, training us that you have to reach so and so by this time. Oh man. So oh, it's not time a... that's limiting us. It's society that's limiting us. I can't tell you how many conversations. I, I don't have many anymore because we live out here. But how many conversations I would have with people in the States about they'd be 30 years old and be like, I'm 30 years old. and You know, I, I don't have my house. And, you know, I don't have my wife and my child. They're like freaking out, you know, that their life is just a complete disaster because they haven't met certain terms and guidelines by a certain number in their life yeah. at a certain age or I'm too old to start doing what I love to do pick up the guitar or I'm too old to go you know exercise and run a marathon you know it's like these are all time bound principles as well you know yeah right. but but are they time bound or are they training bound like have we been told that you have to achieve this by this age or it's too late it's not really yeah. time that's limiting us. That's that's my point. You it's, know? A, it's a tool that has been misused. Is exactly. It's, it's, a, it's a tool that can be it's used It's not just ways. misused. It's completely abused. Fair enough. It's been, it's been, yeah, it's been mis, it's been abused. It's like using medical science to uh, make a, make a, make a man who's, who should be dying live for another 20 years. Maybe he deserves it, maybe he doesn't. But it's just that. But uh, having said that, I completely agree with you. I mean, uh, the whole concept of uh, society telling you, society dividing your life into milestones measured in time, and each milestone needs to have a certain checklist that you need to have, is something that I've recently gone through. I mean, I turned 30 last year, so I went through exactly what you're saying. And the mm -hmm. last whole one year has been that. So uh, coming out of it is... Liberating. The, the thing is, that coming out of it, coming out of it, the coincidence is that the um, the your the true magic lies in understanding that time is just a tool. <laughs> I keep coming back to the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Time is just a tool. You know, it's not the universe's language. You can see it in hundred different ways, but it, we created it. I mean, time is essentially what you measure it in that atomic clock, right? It's just yeah. movement yeah. of one electron to another orbit, and that that's considered as one second. That's what all humans have agreed to call one second. It's, it's not one second in any other system in this, uni in this universe. So yeah. It's just... Yeah. It's just yeah. like bread. <laughs> this is one bread. <laughs> Maybe they'll change it like they changed to the metric system. Yeah. They'll change how we measure time. The metric system of time. I mean, the fact that, you know, everybody's feeling this uh, acceleration of time right now, which is obviously... Not, not really true by any means. It's just the information overload is making everything feel faster. But it, you know? no, it's physical. It's like physicists who are measuring time. Okay. After the big tsunami in uh, Thailand a few years back, okay. they've discovered that like a second or two seconds have been shaved off time. Like time was missing. So time is now moving faster. There's like a second less. So time is actually moving faster. So that means that the Earth is spinning faster. What is their measurement? What I, is their guideline? I, I'm sorry, I'm not a scientist. They have I to have a guideline. It, but there it's is, whether it's I, going I, around the Earth, uh, going around the Sun faster, or I, I can't explain it to you. But if you look it up, I'm sure you can find it. I don't really remember. It's been a few years ago, but 
but um, yeah, I've actually read a whole article talking about yeah. uh, time, like few seconds of time being shaved, and that's why time is now. So I would say faster. if you break it down in simple science, it's either the Earth is spinning faster around the axis because that's how time was created, or it's spinning spinning faster around the sun. Well, coming back to that point where we said time is just perception. Let's exactly. just say that for a second. Um, you know, if you are, if you have a day where uh, you catch a local train in the morning, go to your meeting in PT, the guy turns up late, you're angry, you fight, you then you face parking issues and you, uh, whatever, and you come back home, it'll be, you'll spend 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. like it was three hours, you know? Or like, actually like it was 30 hours. No, I'm just saying time will pass so quickly because you're doing things. I'm not... Oh, when, because you're when doing things. When you're involved... Things, yeah. In the whole process of 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you'll come back like it was, it'll be like 8 p.m. before you know it. Yeah. Whereas, uh, if you're sitting in Goa or any other place, a deserted beach yeah. at 8 a.m. with like nothing but a coconut to drink coconut water or whatever. That sounds and, lovely. <laughs> and a book, you will probably feel, you'll probably look up from the book after what you think is seven hours and it'll be like three hours yeah. or two hours, you know. So, what my, I wanted to just talk about. What can we do to make time, our brain perceives time faster. Or slower, depending. Or slower, on depending. but we know we like it slower. Well, depending. If you're only, waiting. Only because. We don't know that we like it slower. If you're waiting for something and time moves so slow, you're begging for it to yeah, start ticking. Yeah, yeah. Dude, you're so. sitting on a train and you're squished in between freaking 500,000 sweaty Frigging bodies. Mm. You're hoping that that train like accelerates to lightning speed and you get off of that thing. So that's really cool. That means we can control time with our mind. Because I do something to myself and the train ride really becomes shorter. I'll do like something like I'll start looking outside the window or I'll start counting something on my watch. Yep. I'll start playing a game. Whatever. And suddenly three hours will feel like 15 minutes. I'll, if I was standing there observing or, the moment. Or you even go... To, where I go to is that I'll just go to the breath where there becomes no time. So I don't know if it's long or short. I was just present with every single passing moment that went by and every moment, whether it sucked or it didn't, it didn't matter because the next moment was there and the next moment was there and the next moment was there. But that's not you controlling time. That's you controlling your reaction to your environment. Exactly. Time, actually at the end of the day, yeah, we can call it a perception, but the reality is always the reality. Like, yeah, we've put measurements on it and said it's this many seconds, but it's still what it is. Like, at the end of the day, we look in the mirror. As the days pass, we, we look older because we're getting older because time is passing. So the reality still exists, however we want to label it. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. But I see I, there are a few people out there that are actually stopping the aging process nowadays. It's interesting. But... I think we'll end on that note. That was really that 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 basically sums it up. We could go into many, many, many different directions, uh, directions with time, but the truth of the matter is, it is what it is. Whether it's a tool, whether it's a stress, whether it's bliss, whether it's old age, whether whatever it is, it it just is. Um, Can I make a request before ending? Well, yeah. Why not? <laughs> Why not? But I'm actually what I'm gonna do is um, because because uh, we're not recording through the best sounding device right now. We're just gonna plug in a version of the song "Why Worry," which is about time. 
And, or no uh, time. Or no time. <laughs> and please uh, visit us at the Provoking Thoughts Podcast.blogspot.com. Um, music project, you can visit it fullmoonrising.co. Fullmoonrising.co. And let us know what you think about time. Yeah, exactly. And thank you guys so much for being our first guests on the podcast today. Shuni and Lara, thank you so much. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Yeah. It was a wonder, <laughs> wonderful conversation. Wonderful. And uh, we'll see you next time. Love talking to you, Daniel. It's always lovely talking to you, Mike. <laughs> Have a beautiful day. <laughs>